What's up, Coming Close fam? My name is Celeste, and I am the host of the Coming Close podcast. We are so excited that you're joining us for episode 13 and the season finale for season one. It feels so surreal that we started the podcast six months ago. How wild is that? On this episode, the title is Marriage Minded. We encourage you to get out your Bible and notepad, and we are going to dig in. The first thing we have to realize, God made marriage for a male and female. If we are going to be marriage-minded, we have to realize this is the only way to honor the Lord in our marriage and life. A couple scriptural references to back this up are Genesis 2.22, and the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man he had made into a woman and brought her to the man. So basically, the Lord, to make a woman, took a rib out of the male and gave it to a female. The next scripture reference is Genesis Genesis 6 verse 19 and it says and of every living thing of all flesh you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you they shall be male and female the next scripture reference is Hebrews 13 4 marriage is to be held in honor among all that is regarded as something of great value in the marriage bed undefiled by immorality or by any sexual sin for God will judge the sexual immoral and adulterous and lastly 1 Corinthians 7 verse is two through five. But since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body but yields it to her husband in the same way the husband does not have authority over his own body but yields it to his wife. Do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then Come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So those are just a couple scriptural references that are going to set up the podcast well. And so let's get started. Being marriage-minded doesn't just begin when you are married. Honestly, it's a way we can live prior to actually being married. So I don't want you to think, oh my gosh, I'm already married. I'm just going to skip on past this podcast, this episode. Or maybe you're like, "Mm, you already lost me, sister. Hold on. Wait a second, let's keep digging in. I think this will be fruitful and helpful and it's gonna be a productive conversation. So it says in the Bible, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. There should have been qualities in that woman that signified the preparedness of becoming a wife. So what I want to do is I want to break down a couple attributes that men you should be looking for in a woman if you are looking to make her your wife and then vice versa. Ladies, if you are interested in a man, we're going to talk about some attributes that he should have that are showing that he's prepared and ready to be a husband. So we're going to start with the ladies and so guys take some notes look for these qualities in the women around you and ask yourself do they have them are they walking in them are they pursuing them and so a couple of attributes in a wife should be in her dress in the way she clothes herself first Corinthians 6 19 through 20 says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify God in your body sexual temptation is a reality and if a woman is lacking modesty it can create sexual temptation for a man this can be your boyfriend a guy friend etc we should want to clothe ourselves in a way that not only honors ourselves but honors God and our future husband right now as a 20 year old or 15 year old or even 40 year old you may think how I dress isn't affecting my husband but a 
imagine all the men you are revealing parts of yourself to that were meant for the eyes of your husband alone. A woman that shows characteristics of a wife should honor herself, the Lord, and her husband enough to choose modesty. So that's the first attribute that you should see in a woman that you're interested in. And if you're thinking marriage, you're mindful, is how is she dressing? How is she clothing herself? What's she wearing? And so the next one, ladies, that we can work on in men that you can be looking for in a woman is her attitude and heart. It says in Luke 1, 23 through 25, when his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. Elizabeth, when pregnant, was filled with humility at the Lord's goodness to her. Her heart and attitude were one of gratitude, recognizing the favor and goodness of God in her life. You see, Elizabeth didn't have the attitude of, finally, God, you did it, or you made me wait this long, all my friends are pregnant, all my friends are having babies. Her attitude and heart posture were pure and filled with humility and gratitude for the things that the Lord had done for her. And so, men, when looking for a wife, what is her attitude? What is her heart like? You may not be able to fully define or see a woman's heart in the beginning or all throughout dating, but you should have an idea. Is she wanting to have a right heart towards others, herself, you, her family? How's her attitude when things don't go her way or when she's having a hard time or a hard day? So we have to realize what is the attitude and heart posture and this attribute will really show if this woman is marriage-minded and ready. The next attribute that is important is in action. How is she in action? Proverbs 31, 14 through 17 says, she is like the merchant ship loaded with foodstuffs. She brings her household's food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and gets spiritual food for her household and assigns her maids their task. What this is saying is she spends time with the Lord. She's like, I need to fill myself before the day starts. Verse 16, she considers a new field before she buys or accepts it, expanding prudently and not courting neglect of her present duties by assuming other duties with her savings of time and strength. She plants fruitful vines in her vineyard. In verse 17, she girds herself with strength, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness for her God-given task and makes her arms strong and firm. You see, a woman that is prepared to become a wife has qualities from Proverbs 31. These are just a few, but these scriptures reveal a picture of what a woman who is ready to be a wife looks like in action. How is she loving her family? How is she loving her friends? What is she doing to prepare herself? How is she taking care of not just inward, but outward, not just outward, but inward. And so you have to ask yourself these questions. And then lastly, one of the last attributes that we're going to talk about when it comes to pursuing a woman and seeing if she has qualities that would make her a fit wife would be in her love for the Lord. John 12 verses two through seven says, so they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served and Lazarus was one of those reclining with him at table. Mary, therefore, took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, he who was about to betray Jesus said, why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about 
the poor, but because he was a thief and having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. Mary had great love for the Lord. On many occasions, she wanted to be in close proximity to the Lord. However, in this case, she took all she owned and poured it out before the Lord. This is the lifestyle you should find in your wife. The Bible then says wives are to submit to their husbands as to the Lord. Ladies, if you cannot submit to any man, you will not have a lasting marriage. Surely not a fruitful one. When being married and marriage-minded, it would be key that you develop a heart posture that submits to a man. Please note, submitting does not make you a doormat. It allows the man to be the head of the household which in turn causes him to answer on behalf of your family for the decisions made and not made. So does she love the Lord? Is she pursuing Jesus? Does she want what the Lord has for her? Is she like laid down before the Lord saying, whatever you want, whatever your will, whatever your way, I want it, Jesus. And you just have to acknowledge that or see that, observe it over time. It may not be the first date or it may not be the first interaction, depending on what you're doing if you're at a coffee shop, but how she talks, how she walks, should reflect Jesus, should show her love for the Lord. So those are just a couple attributes that I think are important when it comes to being marriage-minded. When you're asking yourself, is this someone I should pursue? Guys, when you're looking for a girl, asking yourself, does she have these qualities? Does she love the Lord? How is she like in her actions? How is she like in attitude and heart? And then how does she dress? And these are a wide variety. This is both inward and outward. Now we're going to jump into the guys. Ladies, finding a godly guy, a guy that has a heart for the Lord is so worth it. I'm just going to say this on behalf of myself as a single lady. It is so worth waiting for Jesus's best. And I just want to encourage you, if you're in a season of waiting, don't give up. Don't lose heart. Don't get discouraged. Don't compromise. This is for the guys too. Do not compromise, guys. Like Jesus has something so good for you. And so a couple attributes in a husband should be one, hard working. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Men that work hard unto the Lord are men that will have a fruitful life in all areas. The key in this scripture is remembering it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Being hardworking does not mean you can't take a break or rest or spend time with your family. For example, you can be hardworking but prioritize going to church or building a healthy community throughout the week. A man that carries attributes of a hard Worker should keep Christ at the forefront of all his work. This will help him keep the main thing the main thing. This is a great quality that you can look for in a husband or work towards if you are a husband. Being hardworking is a great quality and a great attribute and is something to be admired. The next attribute is determined. Job 1, 1 through 3 says, In the land of us there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was a hardworking man, y'all. So it continues, he was the greatest man among all the people of the East. We're going to jump down a couple scriptures to Job chapter 2 verses 9 through 11. Then his wife told him, Do you remain firm in your integrity? Curse God and die. But he replied to her, You're talking like 
foolish women do? Are we to accept what is good from God, but not tragedy? Throughout all of this, Job did not sin by what he said. Job, in much suffering, continued to serve God. He was determined to stay steadfast in his integrity and commitment to the Lord. Men who are determined and have integrity are great attributes to look for in a husband. Determined in their job, determined in the way they take care of their house, car, integrity when they are by themselves or with others. These are great qualities. So just like Job, it didn't matter. He wasn't going to stop trusting in the Lord. He was determined that the Lord was for him and with him no matter what. And that's a great quality to find and see in a man. If he's going through a hard time, if he's struggling with a situation, how is he coping with it? How is he walking through it? Is he determined or is he frustrated, want to give up? These are great things to look for in a future husband, ladies. The next attribute that is important is visionary. Proverbs 13, 22 says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. This attribute is one that we tend to forget. Men are meant to be visionaries of their household. They should be seeking the Lord on behalf of their family in all areas and decisions. Once he gets clarity from the Lord, he should communicate that vision or those decisions to his wife and family accordingly. Each decision that man makes should lead his family to victory. Not saying you will always feel victorious. But the goal should be to honor God and honor his wife and kids in planning to give them the best future he can. A man that knows how to steward his resources, time, and efforts well has qualities that show he is ready to be a husband. The next attribute that is important is loving. Ephesians 5.28 says, In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. A man that is loving to others, his family, and friends is a man with qualities that exemplify how he will ideally love his wife. In the season of dating, examine his love for others and you. Is it up and down based on circumstances or life, or is it consistent? Remember, love is not only in our words, but actions. A man that loves you well has attributes of a husband. So you guys, the Lord wants your marriage or future marriage to be blessed. He has good things in store for your marriage, but it requires work on our part. How are we preparing ourselves for the very thing he has for us? Or if you're already married, how are you stewarding what he's already given you? He wants his best for you. Don't settle or get complacent. Keep going after God's best in your marriage. We encourage you to spend time in the word, letting it develop qualities in you that make you mindful when wanting to be married or continue to shape you if you are married. We want to say thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. We are so thankful for the Coming Close community. We hope this episode encourages your heart and your head. We know God has good things in store for your marriage or future marriage. He wants his very best for you. Psalms 138.8 says, The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Let's keep coming in close, fam. We love you and we will chat soon. If you haven't already, subscribe to Coming Close on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get notifications about the launch of our next episodes.